Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this episode, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join and receive mail from my desk or from my Disneyland trips. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Monica Seats Vega, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. See ticket patrons serious inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Ben and Noel Bruning, Patty Woolen, Angela Reynolds, and Aaron Moran. B-Ticket patrons Jeff and Paige Orton and Joshua and Exorable Tosh Bell. And the A-Ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, the Disney Rewind Podcast, Angel Nablah, and the All Aboard Podcast. You can also sign up for my new newsletter for a chance to get some postcards delivered by the USPS to your mailbox. I am your host, your post host, Clocky. And today, we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has monorail red going over the submarine lagoon. In the background, you can see the Matterhorn and the Skyway gondolas going from Tomorrowland to Fantasyland. If you look closely, you can see the yacht bar. On the back, it reads, Previewing the Future of Transportation. The first complete monorail system in the United States carries guests over the submarine lagoon around the Disneyland Matterhorn Mountain, climbing up steep grades and racing around sharp curves. The Disneyland Allweg monorail trains run over a concrete highway in the sky. It's not postmarked or sent with a stamp and was likely put in an envelope. Let's assume they visit the park 50 years ago today, Sunday, September 23, 1973, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., the weather was a high of 76 and a low of 61. It's addressed to Jane. It reads, Read this one second. Dear Jane, While we were in San Francisco, guess what I saw? Seals, Japanese tea garden, deer, and other animals. I can't remember. But one animal was the buffalo. I saw a live buffalo. They were wild too. So were the other animals I mentioned. One of the rides here is the bobsled in the Matterhorn. Wow, is that ever scary. It's a roller coaster in a built replica of the Mountain Matterhorn, Deborah. Since I spent a week in Southern California and enjoyed some new experiences at Disneyland, this week I'm sharing a trip report. I flew to Long Beach early Sunday morning and arrived at the park around 10 a.m., just in time for the Tiki Land Day group photo in Adventureland. I knew some friends who were going to be attending and waited until the end of the group photo to find them. I found Skipper Jane near the Tropical Hideaway entrance. Then I found April near the Jungle Cruise exit. As we were talking, the Tiki Land Day scavenger hunt began. I had not originally planned to participate, but the first trivia question asked what the number was on the mailbox in front of Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, so I had to join in. I didn't know about the amazing prizes along the way and some of the details I'd see while wandering around the park. There were four stations along the trail which offered stickers, and the final location was a fifth sticker although if you were fast enough, there were Tiki Land gift card prizes for the first and second place winners. After completing the scavenger hunt, Skipper Jane had an art drop for Tiki Land Day. An art drop is when an artist has a small gift or piece of art to give a guest who's attending the event. 
The official Tikiland Day Instagram page posts a photo of where the artist and the art drop are waiting in the park. The first person to arrive receives the prize. Skipper Jane and I walked over to the palm trees at the edge of Adventureland, sent a photo to the Tikiland Day Instagram page, and waited about a minute. After her art piece was posted, someone came right up and introduced themselves. Skipper Jane, who you can follow on Instagram, made a beautiful watercolor of the entrance to the tropical hideaway. Many people came up after the prize was given away. Luckily, Skipper Jane had some stickers and Dolab devotee keychains as consolation prizes. I broke off from Tikiland Day to see another friend who was going to be at the park, Paige, or at Give Back to Disney on Instagram, and I walked around the park and saw some characters. After seeing princesses in the Royal Hall, I checked Instagram and saw that there was a Tiki Tony art drop happening at the Enchanted Tiki Room, so I said a fast goodbye and walked quickly to the Tiki Room for a prize. There were 10 Tiki Tony design pendants available, and I was probably about the fourth or fifth person there. After claiming my prize, I walked over to have lunch at the Golden Horseshoe. I ate some chicken tenders and fries and wrote some postcards, and walked over to see the completed San Francisco for the first time. The new bridge and all the details around the land are wonderful. Then it was time to go back to Tiki Land Day, meeting up with Skipper Jane and friends for Jungle Cruise and the Enchanted Tiki Room. Later, I headed to the Main Street Opera House to write some postcards in the air conditioning and meet up with some friends from Dap's Magic. We headed over to Diana's Palace to try the new menu and experience the rethemed restaurant. The line moved quickly, and I ordered the house gumbo, the beignet, and a large root beer. The gumbo was delicious, and I would be back to try it again during my week-long visit. The new theming is nice, and I enjoy how bright it is at night, and the new theming light fixtures are superb. We ended the night at Trader Sam's, a fitting location for the end of Tiki Land Day. Great news, Enfield Post is back up on Etsy. Grabbing some vintage stamps is a great way to plus your mail. Whether you're trying to match the color of your postcard or envelope, or adding a themed stamp to the back of your mail, be sure to check out Enfield Post. You can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Front of our next postcard has a Jungle Cruise boat going through the dangerous hippo pool. You can see about five hippos and even a guest leaning over to get a good photo. On the back it reads, Hippos at home, lounging in their favorite area in the tropical rivers of the world as an adventure land jungle river boat filled with Disneyland guests pass leisurely by. It's improperly postmarked so there's no date, but was sent with a four-cent Champion of Liberty Simon Bolivar, the Liberator, postage stamp. Scott number 1110. Let's assume they visit the park on Sunday, September 21st, 1958, when park hours were from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. The weather was a high of 87 and a low of 61. Park attendance that day was 13,111. It's addressed to someone in Evansville, Indiana. It reads, Dear Aunt, thank you for the letter. I'm answering it too. Just thought of you at Disneyland, the first day of my vacation. Celebrated John O's first birthday at Jalama Beach. We'll tell you more. Even flew to Las Vegas. Jack and I did. One evening. Writing love. J, Jack, and J-O. Much of the personal information on this postcard had been scratched off or covered. Surprisingly, the scratches did not damage the front of the postcard. 
The rest of my week included many more new dining experiences, although Monday's lunch was an old standard of mine, just a chicken burrito at Rancho del Zocalo. But I tried the seasonal menu item at Carnation Cafe, a spicy chicken sandwich. It was good and filling. I wanted to have the peach pie a la mode, but was too full after the sandwich. Tuesday, September 12th, was the first day of alcohol sales at the table service restaurants in Disneyland. I snagged a reservation for one at Cafe Orleans and tried the House Hurricane with a Haunted Mansion-inspired pre-fixed dinner. The short rib was wonderful, and the candle dessert was fun, but was a challenge to eat as it fell apart. After a long day of work on Wednesday, I went to the park and got a reservation for the Riverbell Terrace to try their new beverage offerings, and the pork chop and a wild berry mule. Both were great. I was impressed by how well the pork chop was prepared, one of the best I've had. I stayed for the house pudding, as it was a long day, and the Riverbell Terrace was nice and quiet at the end of the night. Thursday, I went back to Tiana's to have the gumbo, but with the cornbread. This is the perfect meal at Tiana's Palace. I'll be getting it every time I'm visiting the parks. Friday, I tried the new curry bread bowl option in San Francisco with some honey lemonade. Both were great. I would order the curry again on a cool, overcast day in the parks. I also stayed in Disney California Adventure and got a bar stool at Carthay Circle to get the spooky tree. I had the beef skewers, which were great, and the spooky tree was paired with the poison apple, one of my favorite drinks at Carthay Circle. Late on Friday night, I also had the fish and chips at Galactic Grill in Tomorrowland, which were good. I was surprised and would consider getting it again when they have it available. I would not reorder the Villain's Potion, which was a mix of pineapple and lime juice with diced jalapenos. Saturday, I met up with my friend Kayla, and she had not tried Tiana's, so we got in line and had the gumbo with cornbread for the third time in one week. Finally, on Sunday, before flying home, I had some Mickey-shaped beignets for breakfast and a few slices of pizza from Alien Pizza Planet. Overall, I had a great food experience while at the park, but the drinks were about 50-50. This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has the Tiki God Maui in front of the Enchanted Tiki Room. You can see his clock face and the piece of bamboo he fills up with water at regular intervals. On the back it reads, Postcard Pals, Modern Disneyland Edition, 2022. Enchanted Tiki God Maui tells guests his story in the Enchanted Tiki Garden outside of Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room in Adventureland. Photo taken on July 21st, 2019 by Shannon Lasky of Going To Guides. Visit www.goingtoguides.com today. It's postmarked September 11th, 2023 with a Santa Ana cancel and a Red Barn Forever postcard postage stamp, Scott number 5553. It reads, Greetings from Disneyland. Having a great time. XOXO, Shannon. Thank you so much for the postcard, Shannon. I can't believe we missed each other at the parks by a few days. Also, thanks for the extra work at the park. I love helping friends with small tasks. This week, Shannon asked me to pick up some pressed pennies, and I was on the hunt for a specific outdoor vending cart near San Francisco. It made me really take my time around the area and see what the changes were from the Pacific Wharf to this new theming. 
I did some more inspecting when looking at an old New Orleans Square postcard and seeing the changes made to expand Club 33 over the years. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It'd be helpful to share your favorite episode to a friend or on social media. There are over 200 to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard address to Sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. 